Oh god, lost it. Hang on. I heard. On. No. no. Right. I literally heard. I'm going to get my top off. <laughs> <laughs> the top up, dirty bitch. <laughs> so why is your tit out? <laughs> I'm wearing one of those low racer vests, like 18 year olds do, thinking that I'm hot. Hot, hot to trot, and um, but yeah, Tilly's out. So I do apologise if I fall out. So, I think we have a good. I think we have a good selection today. Oh, do you not going to say welcome? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they're here already, aren't they? No, bugger <laughs> it. If you're here, you know where you are. So sod off. Anyone new listening, balls to you. Hello. Welcome to I Don't Like to Moan, everyone. We have a good selection of, of international listeners, which we are super, super thankful for. Yeah, I know it's all popping off, isn't it? <laughs> it's all going off in uh, the Middle East. Is it the Middle East? I don't know. Yes. You're the one that handles the, the stats. <laughs> yeah. I'm just we the have... creative one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we have the Middle East, a few listeners in Brazil, if you can believe it. America, Canada, Australia. I mean, it's pretty exciting. So we're we're welcoming you with open arms and hearts. I mean, that's pushing in it. I'll definitely take a few people from Canada, though, because they've got their shit together. I mean, yes. America's a bit of give or take toots. So, you know, oh. I'm a bit sceptical of them, of them lot. We are leading by poor example. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing too well. How are no. you feeling about America, considering that you're very, you're quite neighbourly with, with the state of <laughs> crazy? I mean, it's really embarrassing. It's really yeah. shameful. With the leader of the country suggests, you know, uv light outside or you know internally somehow swallowing some light and using that to or chugging a bit of domestic or chugging or a bit of um bleach or toilet you know. duck <laughs> <laughs> could you well, imagine kids here in maryland they had hundreds of calls yes talking about whether they should have a bit of jiff with the tea you know, this is why if you're a leader of country, you can't be kidding around because you need to be the person that people look to for facts. If they cannot trust you to say even the simplest of facts, then, you know, how how can you be expected to to proceed? Well, ours has popped back now, hasn't he? So he's back at work today. So Christ knows what's going to happen now. I mean, uh, facts. Facts. <laughs> Boris is, is hanging on by a thread. Honey, good luck. Maybe he's had a new awakening being in the being in the in the hospital. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, where's he been? He seemed really serious today. He really did seem serious, which Well it's about bloody time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it only took him nearly dying to finally become a real human being and see, I know. And see what the situation was. Well, he's the width of an eyelash away from going on celebrity big brother, isn't he? So maybe it's about bloody time. I mean, at least Donald Trump's offering some solutions. Yes, swallow some light. Just eat a bulb. Yeah. <laughs> However, whatever Just, that means. Yeah, gobble on your chandelier or something. Yeah. You know, at least there's some thought and creativity going on. What have we <gasps> got? People leader no. in the bloody hospital doing <laughs> out. All that old shit. My other half's dad got a whiff of our potty. Oh, okay. And he is very hard to please, I must say. And he said to me, I listened to your podcast and I thought it was really neat. 
I don't know how to take that. I thought it was <laughs> we'll like... We'll take it. Listen, we'll take anything. Neat. We'll take you know, it. It's like what you say when a child wipes its bum for the first time, isn't it, off the bum? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's neat. And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. well, no. Well, it's I better mean... than a load of shit, isn't it? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'll have we'll it, take I suppose. It. We'll take any positive reinforcement that we get. Yeah, five stars, neat. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Yeah, I'll, Sounds I'll more it. like yeah. a three-star review if I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Three, three stars expected more neat yeah. Yeah. sort of like yeah. those in it so that was nice anyway so my first physical feedback neat so i don't know what we could work on but anyway how have you been this week give a little overview to to our fans i mean i have been tired i think i've been super tired i think that's the only way to sum it up what's that about because you and i have been napping non-stop we have been napping all day every day <laughs> and you are not a napper i no. am a napper you love to nap that's the only way i've been spending my time are you worried that you're doing it when you're not tired because i am oh yeah yeah i don't but think i'm that tired but i'm just napping anyway today at around 3 p.m i was so exhausted exhausted okay <laughs> okay i i tried a few cocktails or <laughs> Did you ever do a drunk haze going on? God, I was tired. I'd only had a bottle of wine. I, I haven't been drinking. I mean, I, I have a gin and tonic now. But <laughs> <laughs> haven't ah. been drinking. Listeners in between podcasts have not been drinking in between podcasts. And today at 3 p.m. I was like, oh, God, I can't. I cannot proceed. And I had to lay down. Wow. I know. <laughs> I love that. I, I cannot proceed. <laughs> like, like you're a member of some horrible jury. On like some cold case. I cannot proceed. Got to have a this is too, I've this got to rest. Much. What about you? How are you feeling? As you can see, I've graduated from Shepherd's Bush. For international listeners, Shepherd's Bush is a shithole. <laughs> and I live in East Dulwich, which is yeah. basically like middle class white people suburbia. So basically, I was there for 18 days. Mm-hmm. So I have graduated. So the pop filter... It's back on. It's back on. Yeah, a real one. I know. You look so professional now. Thank you very much. Except one tit is nearly out. Yeah, so I do have a nipple or two out. However, just to counteract the fact that I've got my shit together. I'm thrilled to be home, actually. And there's lots of green. And I know all my neighbours. And they're all very yeah. nice. So you don't leave the door without worrying that you're going to be lassoed into a skip. I'm just I'm just suffering in the motivation department. This is the thing that's keeping me going, to be me honest. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. I have no motivation to do anything. Everything is just like, ugh, why bother? Which is terrible, which is not, you know, not what you should be doing. I just can't be bothered, you know? Like, I, I don't want to do it. And I think that's okay. If you don't want to do something, just don't do it. I agree. I mean, my other half keeps saying, because I keep having a kip and falling asleep, and he's like, "That's you just did what you wanted to do today. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, but... Napping? It's such a weird justification for me. I'm like, I fell asleep like some corpse for two hours. And he's like, it's just what you wanted to do. I love the kind of optimism, but I'm like, I'm just a lazy git. I didn't do what I wanted to do because I really wanted to be productive and be like yeah. really good. But I just had a kit because I couldn't be asked. You wanted to shoot a feature film, but instead you just napped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to shoot a feature film, but I just took a few snaps of my bollocks on my iPhone. It's like, <laughs> well, you just did what you wanted to do. You know, kind of like, there's a sliding scale of effort, but you know, 
what can you do? Well, I made it through the day. So, you know, that's a, that's a thrill anyway. Shall we get into, yes. into this week's mania? So, I think we have a good selection. I think our, our dumb bitch of the week is yes. uh, incredible. So do you want to set... Do you want to set our recipient up? We did have a tie break for Dumb Bitch of the Week this week. Oh my God. There, there's so many. There's such a plethora of Dumb Bitches this week. I mean, it, it's too too many to choose, really. I mean, Donald Trump could win it every week, so it's a bit tight. However, Dumb Bitch of the Week has to go to Carolyn Goodman. <laughs> what a woman. What oh. a woman. First, read the read the title, and then we have to discuss this picture. Well, I don't know where to begin. So, Carolyn Goodman, for anybody who doesn't know, is the eighty-one-year-old mayor yeah. of Las Vegas. Yes, right. Yes, who had a car crash interview on Anderson Cooper this week. And usually, in his defense, normally in the toughest of situations, can keep it together. Yeah, which is why in True. this situation, it was. Had his head in his hands, basically. Head, literally head in his hands. Took his specs off. Yeah. <laughs> so Carolyn Goodman believes that Las Vegas should reopen, yeah. basically. Yeah. The economy for Las Vegas is built on hospitality, as we all know, and entertainment. So it is a hotbed of money mm-hmm. and capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's capitalism defined, ultimately, via a human-to-human interaction. Absolutely. Yeah. This bitch thinks that we should just open it immediately and get it back on its feet. Yeah. Anderson Cooper was like, you know, but are we going to have social distancing and blah, blah. She's like, it's not my job. So she's in this interview. Everything needs to reopen. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Anderson Cooper's like, so are you going to do this? She's like, it's not my job. Even though I'm sort of like, what is your job? Then as mayor of Las Vegas, what is your job? That is literally what your job is that is in your job description nothing else is your job <laughs> you know what i mean like that's like me being like i want a haircut but i don't want to pay or i want to pay with what i feel like i want to pay with these rocks and then someone being like it's not really how it works and i'm like well that's what i want to do so this bitch who literally will probably die just going outside never mind yeah. with coronavirus knocking about she also says that they've had viruses for years that have been in las vegas and no one's been bothered so mm-hmm. just reopen it. It'll be fine. Probably STIs if we're being if we're being honest. I mean, who hasn't been to Vegas and got an STI? Pause for thought. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> so Carolyn Goodman has updated her crazy by uploading a response on the Twitter. Of course, because Twitter is the news, asshole. Quote. Although it has been clearly determined as to the effect that extreme warmth will have on the virus, it is assumed that it shall deter its ferocity. <sighs> so she's not only saying Las Vegas should just bloody open, sod it. Yeah. yeah. She's also saying, well, we've got the desert heat on our side, so it'll burn it to death. Yeah. What's that about? I just can't understand how why people are playing so fast and loose with people's lives why people in power are are just okay to you know say oh it's no problem with people's lives being at risk even if there's a slight chance that people can die why would you be willing to open up the city for the economy that doesn't make any sense that's so crazy it is 
fascinating, isn't it? And I think that she is literally trading in humanity for capitalism. For capitalism. Humans for cash. That is how bad it's gotten in America, that the leaders are willing to kill off their own people. You know, things may not go back to being the way that they were or they won't be the same and things will have to Mm -hmm. pivot and be different. You don't just go, oh, well, fuck it, just go back to the way that we were and then hope that no one snuffs it. We need to change. Obviously, we need to change. So how are you, Las Vegas, going to change? That's what you need to be asking yourself. Not putting everybody at risk by reopening because you're afraid that you you personally are going to lose the money i mean that's so gross i i can't understand it it's my favorite bit is that she's 81 i know i know I she's know. no spring chicken yeah literally she could walk outside and just die anyway and anyway. she's like there's now this like killer disease on the on the prowl and she's like oh it'll be right you know is that you offer ideas and solutions to people and it's kind of like no no you're like, okay, cool, well. It's scary. You know, everybody's scared of changing. Everybody's scared of moving forward. But this is just gross. I mean, she's disgusting. She's a disgusting person. She wins. She she wins. She, she wins. She wins. What a savage blow. Mayor Goodman. We bestow upon you the award of being the dumbest bitch of this week. I mean, good for her. courage of conviction i mean you've got to admire it haven't you really to be fair if you're gonna commit commit and she's i mean get in there if anything's redeemable about mayor goodman is she is committed she should be committed more than we are we're just having a kip so you know (laughs) she's got an axe to grind we're just like oh just go have a sleep so So this is you. I love this. I howled with laughter when I opened it. This one is um, Museums Hold Twitter Showdown to Find World's Creepiest Exhibit. Museums do this all the time. They do like Twitter showdowns of, you know, oldest artifacts. And normally they are quite serious. Even though it's a Twitter showdown, they'll be like, here's, you know, our, our artifact from from 12 AD that but you know it's it's still like museum stuff I love how the museums have just lost all semblance of keeping it together everybody has just lost their shit what do you mean that they do it normally so normally that it's serious you know normally they'll have a twitter showdown showdowns though is that a thing yeah yeah for museums for museums so they'll be like the winner is like the most beautiful painting or the the most the the oldest artifact or you know so so each museum will sort of tag whatever they have and and on twitter yeah on twitter you know they'll take a picture of it oh the museum the museum itself yeah yeah so these aren't like individual people's items no no these are all for these items are in museums yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. These no, are all... get out yeah. of it. No, yeah, yeah. I thought these were like bits of tat that people have got at home. No, no, these are all for museums. These are all for museums. <laughs> no, they are not. The first one is the the creepiest. I find is uh the mermaid exhibit. It also looks like an ape with a merkin on. Everything about this is horrifying. <laughs> that is in a museum. Are you yeah. kidding? I think you're lying to me. 
I just love it. People have gotten to such a level of boredom that this is now what they're doing. Great. I think it's great, you know. Keep us entertained. This is a way that you should be keeping us entertained, you know, with sort of... Me? In general, people should be ki- keeping oh, us entertained. Oh, meant me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should be paper mache and a bit of old ape. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Get some crab claws and create <laughs> a little scene. <laughs> Make a wig out of old dog hair or something. What are you talking about? Yeah, why not? You could probably get it into a museum. So what do they win if they win the creepiest accolade? Oh, nothing. You know, it's just a way to sort of get the museum trending on Twitter and get everybody talking about it. Oh, so God, it's just... I hate Twitter. <laughs> I, f- God, I just hate Twitter. I can't bear it. Is it just me? Why do we all like Twitter? I mean, I'm not on Twitter and you aren't on Twitter. I cannot bear I think Twitter is evil. I don't understand it. This is a fun use of Twitter. This is pretty good. Wowee. What would you send in from your house? From my house? Just send in your other half. Isn't it frightening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take them. Do you have anything creepy in your house that you would uh, submit? Just me. Well, I think this is real joy, though, in fact, isn't it? Me too. Me too. Like, what a treat. Yeah, absolute absolute nonsense and exactly what we need at the moment. So thank you to the museums around the world for participating in this. This is really, really funny. We just hope we haven't given anyone any nightmares, it says. I mean, I'm going to have nightmares about that mermaid. (laughs) That is not a mermaid, honey. What is it? (laughs) It says taxidermy. That's certainly not a baby with a fish fin on, is it? Well, so they used to do this in Victorian times. Do you know (gasps) this? Yeah. So they used to always make up these like weird fake animals and put them together and say that they were real in, you know, in Victorian times Um, and be like, this is a mermaid or this is, you know, a a pegasus. So what the hell is this? A unicorn. Well, the... I mean, it will be a few things put together. Good grief. <laughs> now now you're really going to have nightmares, it? right? <laughs> it now looks like really... a small ape Yeah. with a burnt merkin Yeah. and a bit of fish. Yeah, probably. That's probably what it is. God, well, art. It's priceless both in cash and spirit. But this is warming to your theme as well. Yes. You're not so, having a fun week, are you? You're ready to go. You're ready to kick off. What do you mean? Because we talked about this before, about how coronavirus is taking its toll positively on the environment. So this is air pollution in northern India has hit a 20-year low, NASA report says. And what we talked about before was the fact that a lot of people are lying about the fact that you know wildlife is coming back um where it wasn't expected and people are like oh you know oh wow there's dolphins in the in the venice canals it's not true i love that you're like people and you mean me well you were a perpetrator of passing it around the internet i mean you didn't start the the lie yeah but in real life i was the knob that was going around being like there's yes. dolphins yeah, yeah. there's mermaids you were so there's happy astronauts <laughs> you know i was telling everybody there's all sorts yeah. of shit you know i was the worst one to believe it what a blow i drank that kool-aid that's for sure <laughs> you, did. you did but this this is actually true and if you look at the pictures it's it's absolutely incredible 
I mean, it's blue skies. They never had blue skies. Los Angeles saw its longest stretch of clean air on record. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's incredible. Surely there is some way that, you know, people can still drive their cars and still get around, but they don't have to take such a toll on the environment, you know. Um, and maybe that is working from home more and, and encouraging people to stay stay at home more. In Wuhan, actually, where the lockdown has sort of like been, it's less stringent now. Yeah. People are making decisions that are slightly more conscious. So they're not, they? not eating out as much. They're yeah. traveling less and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think maybe, hopefully, in some respects, there may be a knock-on effect, a sort of existential knock-on effect, mm -hmm. where people might just be more conscious anyway. And that, in turn is a really good people power exercise because if people say no then bigger corporations have to adapt because there aren't as many customers to get on board with that kind of shit so if people are traveling less it's not sustainable so there has to be you know ways around it and that sort of thing absolutely it really breaks my heart a bit you know when you see actual pictures and you're like god we're ourselves there are some self-righteous, virtue-signalling young assholes out there, aren't there? And we mm. don't need to name and shame them. But there are so many <laughs> social justice warriors. It makes me crazy. Yeah. But I do think that we need like a massive injection of a sort of younger individual. You know, these bloody old people. The mayor of Las Vegas and Piers mm -hmm. Morgan and Donald mm -hmm. Trump and all these bloody assholes. Mm -hmm. I think we do just need like a younger kind of mentality. One that's not so right on that everyone's up, up shit creek. But I think, you know, just sort of like a bit less mental. We're just trading in one orange old person for one other slower old person in America this time. Do you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? I'm like, come on. Yeah, What's yeah, wrong yeah. with everybody? Absolutely. So I think that, you know, it's a wonderful visual feast. It is. It's but, nice. Um, sadly, I don't think there'll be any, any movement on it. But I'll eat shit if there is. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah, I hope so. Well, this is more of a party political broadcast rather than the conversation that me and you are just like, just don't be a knob. Nothing to do with the news. We're just yeah. like, don't be an arsehole. Yeah, exactly. You know, get don't less Ubers. Yeah, Walk, yeah, exactly. you lazy cow. Yeah, that sort of thing. I'm really intrigued by this one because okay. the article is so short. Yes. That I want to, I don't, and we haven't discussed. Because no. I don't know if you know this, listeners, this is all improv. <laughs> So yeah, so I don't know what your I don't know what your um Okay, so I'm gonna read the the title. Whitney Houston Biopic in the works with director Stella Meggie. So I chose this because you and I are both huge Whitney Houston fans. Oh yeah. I sort of hope this is sort of like a lifetime original, you know, super shit. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I want it to be like that Donatella Versace one. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. This sounds like it's going to be like quite well made. <laughs> <laughs> the people that are writing the script wrote the script for like Darkest Hour and The Theory of Everything, like Oscar winning yeah. movies. You and I want it to be like some lifetime <laughs> shit. I would love that. That Donatella Versace one is so wonderful. Have you seen it? Yes, of course. Of course. Oh, with Gina Gershon from Showgirls fame. It's so bad. It's so bad. I would also like it if it was maybe sort of like, what's the Versace story one? You know, the the um, 
Oh, the um, the crime one. The crime one. Yeah. Like, I mean... What's the matter w- with you? This is like some lovely biopic and it's turned into true crime. <laughs> well, I mean, how are you going to tell a Whitney Houston story, though, without it being sort of like a true crime? I love Whitney Houston. I think she is incredible. But her life was so fucking dramatic, right? How do you tell that in a tasteful way? I don't know. I mean, Whitney Houston's bio is just an episode of snapped isn't it really to be honest (laughs) that's what i mean so then lean into that oh right you don't want it to be like lovely nice time having a sing song blah 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 because i love whitney houston and i get that and we all love her music and we all understand that but if you're going to tell something about her life you're going to have to embrace the fact that so much shit happened you know like where do you begin where do you begin yeah poor poppet i mean i hope the bodyguard features heavily yeah so so do you sort of make the bodyguard version of whitney houston's life is that what this is going to be is it going to be well the bodyguard was quite meta wasn't it at the time anyway but so whitewashed do you know what i mean it was so colorful and yes like she played a musician but was sort of messy but in no way as messy as whitney houston it was a fraction of what whitney houston went through and what she would have been like do you know what i mean like it doesn't even begin does it and my worry is that it would be like the bodyguard just the bodyguard part two which i would <laughs> love to be honest and I know you would too. Don't lie. I know you've watched The Bodyguard many a time on your lonesome. I've watched The Bodyguard by myself, texting you and being like, oh my God, it's the part. Oh my God, it's the part. Oh my God, it's this part. And I love Whitney Houston. I just... You want it to be dirty. I don't want it to be dirty, but the only way that you can tell the story is to lean into the fact that so much stuff happened to her. So... Explain to me how you're going to do this in a biopic. We can learn a lot about this from the comments section on this article from Alex Mayer. There is one comment. Alex says, hopefully, I Will Always Love You will play a big role in this movie. See, yep, there you go. So that's all you need, toots. All you need is I Will Always Love You to have a little sing song and everyone's happy. So I don't know what you're talking about. Make it very complicated with all this life stuff. This is the thing. What it's going to be is a sing-along of her, of her best. It's going to be Mamma Mia, isn't it? But yeah. for Whitney. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, though, you and I will be, this is fab. <laughs> yeah. What a blow. I love that it's like, like you just listed, this person went through such a traumatic life and someone's like, well, I hope that song's in it. I mean, what, is, what a wonderful creature. Taken too soon. That's the thing. And I don't want it to be sort of super vanilla or sort of really, really dark. You know? Yeah, it's the love that you have for somebody, isn't it? You either want it to be sort of chronically bad <laughs> yes. or exceptionally good. Yes. You know, there's no in-between. I don't want anything in-between. You need yeah. to be listening because that's what the people want. Ignore Alex Mayer because those comments <laughs> don't mean nothing. Oh, interesting question. Who should mm. play Whitney in this film? Uh, have they said any? No, I'm asking no. you. Who could play Whitney? I don't know, like Kate Blanchett or something. <laughs> oh, that, that, like we just went for the best actor. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. It's Lindsay Lohan <laughs> blacked up and we're like, wow. It's Lindsay Lohan zooming the entire biopic from her hands. <laughs> like, we would all be watching. We would all be watching. <laughs> million dollar movie there, hon. 
So moving on to another badass chick, Naga oh, Manchetti from the BBC. This is incredible. Okay, read the title of this one. Okay, Naga Manchetti receives support after BBC viewer criticizes her for wearing high heels. Now, I think she's great anyway. Yeah. Basically suffers casual racism every opportunity. Every single moment of the day. <laughs> like, yeah. can I get a win? Always has a real badass response. Yeah. Is just cool. A really great journalist. On it. Smart. I'm into 100%. her. She's great. However, some ghoul called John <laughs> Nerden, whose bio, by the way, on his Twitter says he used to be an NHS spin doctor. Whatever the hell that means. I don't know what kind of accolade that is. <laughs> he says, I'm not known for my own sartorial elegance, but why would anyone like Naga Manchetti feel the need to wear high-heeled shoes like these on a BBC breakfast news programme? Discuss. And then there's a picture of her. Yeah. In a relatively good shoe. Her response was, because I want to. Which I just think is so wonderful. This is the kind of conversations that people need to have more of. Just because I want to. One, what goes through that person's mind that they need to get on Twitter and talk about someone for what they look like, regardless yeah. of who they are, what colour they are, what they're wearing, whatever. You have to take conscious time out of your day to do that. What's that about? You would never have this. And I know it's so stupid to say, but you would never have this about a, a white guy. Never. Oh, never. No. Never. Well, they wouldn't be wearing high heels on Texas <laughs> Telly, would they? Of That's course, why. of course, of course. <laughs> well, but never... hopefully not disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I wish. I wish. <laughs> why is there always this discussion about what people, what women look like, what non-white women look like? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've had it, and that's why I always dress like sort of a hobo to to work. I always have we my have hair up. We have spoken about this, yeah, because yeah. you are a non-white person. Can you believe mm-hmm. it? <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> I love our, no- our numbers drop immediately. <laughs> like, oh, Everyone's brown like, woman, get off. <laughs> but we have spoken about this, and you're very conscious of it as well. The fact that you wear your, you don't wear your hair because you have quite crazy hair. My boss, just in the middle of a meeting, decided to put her hand in my hair and then wrap a curl around her finger. You would never do that to, like, what, what's the matter with you? What is psychologically the matter with you that you put your hand into somebody else's hair? I mean, that's disgusting. The male equivalent of that would be to sort of get someone who has male pattern baldness and then in a meeting just slap their bald head. (laughs) I find the cognitive transaction the weirdest thing that you feel like you need to go and talk about it. Shall we look at the comments? Footwear should always match the occasion, be it for work or leisure. For example, my uncle Horace, who was a ticket collector for British Rail, always wore platform shoes to work. Never mind, we shouldn't look at the comments again. No, listeners never look at the comments on anything. Yeah, yeah, sorry, we were, we went a bit rogue there and then did, I'm not doing that again. I think the moral of this is, though, is that, like, just, 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 just shut up. It's nothing to do with you. People can do whatever they want. Is she telling you the news in a concise and informative way? If yes, then shut up. <laughs> yeah, 
She's doing her job. She could come on in whatever she wants to do. As long as she's doing her job, who gives a shit? And I think it's quite interesting is that people place, people still place so much effort and importance on what people look like. Absolutely. Regardless of how much and how well they do their job, it does not matter if you don't fit in. Also, you're too old to be on Twitter. Get off. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Why is it always old white guys that are on Twitter? Why is every person on Twitter an old white man? It's always old white guys complaining about women. Yeah. Just, have you got anything better to do? No, no. They need a hobby. (laughs) Nap, like we do. Speaking of people talking a lot about how people look, Too Hot to Handle star Harry Jowsey's parents encourage his sex antics on the show. Why did you choose this? And explain yourself in full. (laughs) Well, I haven't seen Too Hot to Handle, but do you know what it is? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, so for anybody that doesn't know, basically, after the success of Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle is a show where they put a bunch of relatively attractive people in a house. Mm -hmm. But anybody that has any sort of physical activity will have money deducted from the prize fund so if you have a kiss or you have a bit of jiggle or you have some oral sex then money will be deducted from that prize fund (laughs) so the only thing you have to do to win is not bone somebody else yep so just keep it in your fucking pants well i've not seen it but my friend has and I asked uh-huh. her about it today and she said that two girls just started lezzing off for fun so they could like get the money down because they were rich and weren't bothered what is the matter with people also the thing is as well the guy who's on this Harry Jousey uh-huh. is the same age as my friend who I was just talking about and Okay. Yeah. my favourite quote ever she said he's the same age as me and he was shagging on the telly and I did three hours of crochet last night The universe is balanced. Um, but what I find really weird is that this 23-year-old, his parents were really thrilled that, you know, he was going on TV to just have a have a bonk on the telly. Well, I mean, these people come from somewhere, right? So their parents are obviously... Monsters. No, but I don't know. Do you, I mean, I think it's a case of, like, the sort of culture that we're in, though, mm. isn't it? Is that, like, you yeah. know, success is seeing your child make an absolute arsehole of themselves on mm-hmm. national television i mean on international television because it's netflix so oh yeah of course of course and people in america love love island i found out no i love it love it obsessed i watched one episode and i turned it off i was having chest pains oh, me too i can't i can't the parents who are now in their 60s or 50s 60s or whatever mm they even find success as visibility no matter what cost so if your kid so gross. is putting cockroaches up the bum yeah. or you know shagging a load of different people on tv you yeah. know learning how to wire a nuclear bomb but if they've got decent <laughs> ratings then yeah. they're like lovely yeah cheers they're like, and i great. find it so weird oh my god i wouldn't want any member of my family to be you know, even uh, like a distant cousin, I'd be like, what are you doing? Oh, you party pooper. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I am a party Getting pooper. Getting a bit of action for a couple of quid. Yeah. yeah. 
well, no, deducted. A couple of quid yeah, well, deducted. Yeah, well, so basically these people, there are some figures and they got fined by doing naughty things apparently. And mm-hmm. apparently you got fined like 20,000 or something for oral sex. So just keep it in your pants. What? Why? Just go and have a Tommy tank. If I'm going to get paid $100,000 to not have sex with someone, easy. <laughs> not exactly a task, is it? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, lovely. It's like a holiday. A bit exactly. Of a cake. I'll yeah. get my crocheting out. Yeah. I love that though as well. Like, it's really hard. Like, what a hard life. You just get to not have sex. I'm like, I'm all right. Would you go on something like this? You know I would not. <laughs> you get to not have sex and win. Yeah. We'd be winners. We'd be front runners. In conclusion, I would just say, parents, stop sending your kids out. Do as you know bait. what I mean? Stop encouraging. Get a job. Stop encouraging this behavior. This is gross. Dirty. Oh my God. Get a job. Just because you're relatively attractive doesn't need you to whap your fanny out every opportunity, does it? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, well that's it for today. That is it. That is it. So you know the news. I think for we the had week. a good, a good selection of non-news this week. Yeah. Well, some of it's news. I mean, all of it's news to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Just not anybody that means anything. So until then, I suppose. Until then, toodles. Adieu, 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 to you and you and you. Oof. <laughs> oh. I'm fluent in German. Is that German? (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm pressing start. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye, Chucks. Bye.